get your hot drinks here. Ooh, ch- ch- chestnuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> Welcome to the Mystical Listicle Jack Podcast. Frost sniffing at your nose. Oh, my nose. <laughs> Um, welcome to the Mystical Listical Podcast. My name is Mitch E. V. Shu, otherwise known as Dr. Dank. And I'm Cam. And she's Cam. Yeah. So, <laughs> we have a wintry mix for you today. It yeah. is likely after the holidays. This may be the first podcast of the new year. So if it is, it is. And if it ain't, it ain't. Yeah. Maybe it's cold outside. And you know what's better than having a hot drink by your side next to a hot fire? Nothing. This is top top five winter drinks, winter themed bevies, you know, what do you want to curl up while looking outside at your log cabin, beautiful snow outside. Can I go in? I'm cold. No, you're you're inside. You're inside looking outside. Oh, you said I was outside looking in. No, no, you're, oh, what did I? No, you're inside, you're inside looking out. You're by that roasty fire. You're looking at that toasty out, like, you're toasty. Is my cat behaving? Your cat's behaving. Your cat's not being a little fucking demon (laughs) for once. You know. uh, Okay, my number five uh, (laughs) hot beverage. (laughs) Is well, oh wait, hold on. Is it exclusively hot or is it just all be- winter beverages? Because I actually have a cold one. I couldn't think of a cold one. Mm. Mm. Well, then we'll get to it when we get to it. What's your number five? My number five is Mexican atole. Ooh. So this is a cornmeal drink, and I recently read a thread about how corn rules the world, and it's likely that you've never gone more than a day without touching something made with corn. Um, That's fascinating, but I believe it. No, it's actually crazy. Corn is a platform. It's not a product. No, like, I totally believe it. I totally, totally believe it. Yeah, look up that. It's a Twitter thread. But um, it comes in vanilla and cinnamon kind of variety, which is great. (sighs) Fuck up a cinnamon I'm not a huge chocolate person, so I feel like so many um, drinks revolve around being a mocha, being a hot chocolate, X, Y, and Z. So I enjoy the ability to have this in a taste that is not chocolate. Yeah. It's a hearty drink. Surprisingly, I only have two chocolate-based bevies on my list. You love chocolate. I have more chocolate-based bevies than you, maybe? No, I have the same amount. Okay. (sighs) So it's hard to find, but it's a hearty drink, and it's my number five. Awesome. Cool pick. My number five is hot apple cider. I think it can fall under fall, but I think it will also carry over into winter. I agree. It's it's just a cold-time kind of beverage. I think, you know, it's the best way to have an apple-based beverage, you know. It's nice to have an alternative to milk all the time. Yes, it's nice to have an, an alternative to milk. Yeah, mochas and hot chocolates have milk as the base. Oh, And all the coffee oh, drinks that. and lattes have milk as the base. That is true. That is true. It is a yeah. hot drink that is not Even chai tea has steamed milk in it. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, and it, it does so well hot. It's even good cold, but I prefer it hot. I like the ones that are served with a little cinnamon stick to stir mm, it with. Yes. You know? And it's just, it's a total classic, you know? Like, you can, like, when the leaves start changing, and then when the snow starts falling, never a bad time for, like, uh Even the packets cup. of apple cider are good. Yeah. That you get from the store. Oh, yeah. And even just, like, the jugs, the jugs of apple cider. Up. But, like, have you ever gone to, like, an apple orchard and got, like, a cup of, like... Real-ass apple juice? Real-ass apple cider. Like, I think so. I, I did it's that as thicker. a kid. It, it is thicker, and it's just, it's so nice. It like, is great. I think that's a great choice. Yeah, it's just such a good kind of spiced juice. Cinnamony juice, yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny, when I was uh, across the pond, um, when the Christmas markets came out, you would smell uh, hot mold wine everywhere, and it smells exactly 
like apple cider with a shit ton of booze in it. Yeah. What 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 booze do you think would fit best in hot apple cider? Vodka. Vodka? I don't know. What do you put with apple juice? I don't, I don't know what I vodka, would put with apple juice. Vodka's... Probably vodka. Well, vodka's so neutral. Yeah. But, like, gin's too floral. It is. You know, tequila really wouldn't make sense no. there. Whisk... Bourbon? Maybe some bourbon, sort of maybe. Schnapps? Maybe some sort hey, of Hey, if you got a recommendation, we drink a lot here in the yeah, studio, so yeah. tell us what would go what well would, with apple cider. What would make a good boozy apple oh. cider? Oh. Hmm. Maybe like a cinnamon schnapps, actually. Fireball oh. actually wouldn't be too bad. I know it's fireball, overrated, but like yeah. fireball on apple cider, actually, would now that I'm thinking be really about good. it. Yeah. I think I have to change my list. I just remembered the white culture beverage that... I actually really like. Oh, damn. Stop the presses, everybody. Oh a mystical God. listicle first. We're having an in-media I, res revision here. I have a revision for my number four. Your number four? Well, yes. get into it, babe. My revision is hot Dr. Pepper with bourbon. <laughs> We're going to talk about hot Dr. Pepper later, baby. That's my number one. That's oh my, my number no- one. Sorry, spoiler alert, everybody, but we got to talk about hot Dr. Pepper. Like Before we even started this... She grabs my hand and she goes, I just want to let you know, if my number one is not on your list, you're going to really slap yourself for not thinking of it. <laughs> we got to talk about Hot Dr. Pepper, babe. And now we have a mid-list revision. Okay, so I'm just going to put a pin in Hot Dr. Pepper and say, it's white culture, baby. Oh, this is all we have. And it's legitimately good. Yeah. Like, like, I remember, we'll talk about it more, we'll but I remember having Hot Dr. Pepper for the first time after a certain video, and... <laughs> After a certain video, and I remember having it with you, and I remember us both looking at each other being like, damn, this slaps. This is this is, this is this is a banger. Like, okay. this, this is some... We're going to have it with my dad. My yeah. dad's coming into town. We got to get... We, we got to hook... Have... Yeah, because he's, he's joining us for yes, Christmas. We got to hook drinks. him up with some hot Let's Dr. go to Pepper. Kroger later and get some of that, because, yeah, that's how much I want it. So let's go on to your number four. <sighs> Not because... talking about Diet Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. No, <laughs> I can't. Talk about, about the fucking video. All right, all right. So number four, eggnog. That's my cold bevy. Cold? What the fuck? You've never had cold eggnog? It's so good. It's like a milkshake. Why wouldn't you steam it? No, cold eggnog's the way to go, babe. Well, I can understand hot eggnog, but like, oh, like a nice creamy cold glass of eggnog with like a little bit of sprinkled cinnamon on top is so choice. I have a funny eggnog story. Ooh, tell me your eggnog tale. So my mom uh, worked for a place where every year they would have a big Christmas party for all their like government customers, and it was bougie as hell. It was like potluck, but they also got catering. It was great. And my mom was on crutches, so I was there to babysit her. So I poured myself a big-ass spoonful, like little ladleful, of eggnog and was I started drinking it. It was cold. Cold. And I drank like half the cup and I was like, hmm, I think this has alcohol in it. So I go to my mom because I'm a little angel. I'm like, mommy, does this have alcohol in it? And she takes a sip and she's like, oh my God, it does. It's disgusting. So I finished the cup of it and then I pass out and I fell asleep in a Christmas party of like 300 people where I was supposed to be watching my mom on crutches. <laughs> That's awesome. In a chair, like just standing there asleep. I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> That's so choice. Yeah. Yeah, but like I love eggnog. I've noticed that there, when people like eggnog, 
they're very vocal about it. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about eggnog stands because Ooh. there are people that really stand eggnog. Like it's either it seems to be a love or hate beverage. Yeah, it is. Like, I agree. People either are like ew eggnog, and then the people that are into eggnog are fucking into I like eggnog. eggnog milkshakes. Like I follow Grant Kurthope on Twitter, composer for Banjo Kazooie and Conquers Bad Fur Day, and he's been talking a lot about eggnog and how much he fucking loves this creamy drink. It's a hashtag obsession. Yeah, like people are crazy about it. Tim Sutton from Marble Hornets. Obsessed with eggnog, too. Made a whole video about mm-hmm. eggnog. Yeah. So it's like, there are some Spooky. crazy eggnog stands here. It's good, great with rum. Talking about boo- yeah. boozy beverages, boozy eggnog. It's such like a match made in heaven with rum. Did I say match made in heverage? Heverage. It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's quite a, a heverage. It's a heavenly beverage. That <laughs> heverage. Um, and this is the only cold drink on my list. Or, well, I guess you could enjoy apple uh, cider cold, too, but... Why wouldn't you just do it hot? Uh, but eggnog better. is something I prefer cold. Uh, I, I think it's... It almost reminds me of, like, a nice glass of horchata, which I really like, but... Because... I guess because you can put cinnamon in it. It's cinnamony. It's spicy. Um, but, yeah. Eggnog. Shout good. out shout out to my nog dogs out there. Let me get a wolf wolf. Oh, my God. Can you, like, put that in a comment under the tweet you released? Yeah. If, because, if, uh... if our podcast gets big, the very first t-shirt we'll make is shout out to the nog dogs. I promise you that. Do you think listener. Nog Dogs are dogging all year long, dog? Whoa. <laughs> that made me go cross-eyed for a second. <laughs> yeah, no, I really spat that out. Yeah, what's your number three? Okay, so this is going to be so basic, but I will stand by it. Hot tea with cream. Oh, yeah, I love tea. I Like, tea is not something that I liked at all. Like, I hated tea for a long time. Were we... Dated. But now that I'm an adult, I feel like I've grown to really fuck with tea. And, like, I rarely have tea with cream. Well, I just want to say, I'm sick a lot during the winter months with little colds and allergy <clears throat> spurs up here and there. So I love being able to have, like, the nice, yummy flavored teas and, like, the cold remedy teas. I just like adding cream to it. I just think it tastes better. It makes idea. it a little thicker. It's good, dippable beverage for when you're getting all the holiday cookies and whatnot this Ooh, time of the year. That, yeah, you're thinking about I, that now. I, honestly, there's nothing more now I want than to pop into the cabinet right now, brew myself up a cup of throat coat, put some fucking cream in it, and like dip some cookies in that bitch. Yeah. That sounds so good right now, Mitch. We can you're really cover. Oh, yeah. my fucking God, that sounds so Chocolate good. Chocolate Cafe probably has cookies too. Ugh. Shout out to the people that like throat coat yogi tea. That's just off the mm, chain good. It is. It's the only type of licorice stuff that I really fuck with. And you it know? works too. It does work. Well, I also just want to say that tea comes in never ending flavors and a little bit of honey. When I was like 17, 18, my mom gave me um, hot tea with bourbon in it for a cold Ooh. once. And it was awesome. Or maybe yeah. my brother did it. That doesn't sound like something my mom would condone. I yeah, think my that's, brother that did sounds it. like a Brian move, to be honest with you. Shout out to Brian. Yeah, shout, my out, to, brother. shout out to B Rye. Yeah, my big brother. He's always uh, keeping uh, me away from the straight and narrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good. I'd be uptight Damn. otherwise. I don't have tea on my list at all, but now I regret it. But I guess it'd be number six because I stand by all my other choices. Damn, that sounds so good right I now. I know, right? Oh. F. Cup of sleepy time. Fuck. Oh. Okay. Fuck, I love tea. What's your number two? I'm a total tea head now. I hated tea. I know. Um, my number three is peppermint mocha, which uh, apparently you can get this all year now. You just broke this to me at Starbucks. I worked at Starbucks when we started dating. Why didn't you ask me? 
I, I don't I know. I know they, you didn't know. <coughs> they advertise it so heavily during the Christmas season yeah. that I just assumed that it was only a holiday, no, time, like holiday time beverage. But, like, damn, first off, I just want to say, if there's something that I don't love more than tea, it's fucking coffee. I've been getting into coffee so heavy lately. <coughs> anyway, we're back, so, folks. Sorry, I'm coming down from a cold, so I just had a little bit of a coughing fit. But, um, And yeah. I'm coming up, so you better get this party started. Ooh, I'm coming up. I want the world to know. Do you know that song? Yes, I do. You you just gave me that look that like it, it was wasn't something... the song I was referencing. What, what were you referencing? I'm coming up, so you better get this party started. Yeah, Welcome to Mystical Listical, halfway through the podcast, everybody. Really peppermint mocha. Um, yeah, peppermint mocha. I don't like chocolate. I don't <sighs> like peppermint. I don't I th- like coffee. I think <laughs> chocolate and espresso is like a match made in fucking heaven. It is so good, and I think mint is very welcome with those two as well. Like, it cuts it. Like, you know, that takes the phrase three's company, you know, out the fucking window because, like, damn, what a fucking beautiful polyamorous relationship mint, chocolate, and espresso have in that fucking hot beverage. Apparently, you can get it all year. It, it just, it reminds me... Why would me, you want it during the summer? It, it does not, it is not something that I would get during the summer. Like, when I, it's the holidays and everything, you know, peppermint is big. Candy canes, you know, it makes sense with mocha. And like, damn, it's a fucking good-ass combo. Well, can we also give a shout-out to Chocolate Cafe, who provides Ooh. a hand-dipped chocolate spoon Ooh. with every mocha? Yeah, shout-out to Chocolate Cafe. I want to talk about them more on my list, because I've got a number two that is uh, something that you can most definitely get at Chocolate Cafe, but we live right now in Columbus, Ohio, in a very wonderful studio apartment that is literally a stone's throw away from a perfect chocolatier slash kind of sandwich place called Chocolate Cafe. Well, it's not even just that, babe. Chocolate Cafe is a candy shop, an ice cream shop, a full service like lunch and like sandwiches and salads kind of Panera type thing. Full bar. And it has a full bar. And it has a gift shop. Yeah. It's literally everything you could drink up. And it's less than five minutes from our house. We are regulars there. For sure. Yes. We are known by the staff at Chocolate Cafe. They're like, oh, the gays are here. Jay Christ. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I, I I don't get a peppermint mocha usually at Chocolate Cafe. I just go for the dark chocolate. But whenever I go to Starbucks, I get like a like I want a peppermint mocha. mocha during the winter time. Can I stop you at Starbucks? Yeah. Because my number two and my number one are actually both Starbucks concoctions, mm-hmm. and I can say that this is kind of a bittersweet moment. My first job ever was Starbucks, so I hate to be a corporate shill and like promote Starbucks, but Starbucks being a giant multinational corporation means that they can uh, make some syrup that tastes real good, because they got a bunch of scientists making this shit. True facts. And how long were you at Starbucks? Three years. Three it was my years. first job, like my first real job. Damn, three years. So... But, um, yeah, that was my number three. Did you do your number three? I was going to go to my number two now. Yeah, no, we I already did, did my... number three. All right, sorry, yeah. I was going to Well, I was going to transition into my number two with that. Sorry, I was going to... I was trying to okay. help you. No, I was already I thought had it was it number covered. three. No, it was number two, and it. I actually had it covered. Sorry. So we can just cut all that out. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. You go. So, my number two is the Caramel Brulee Latte. Ooh, I've never had that. I have had it iced the last couple times, and I know that it's good hot, too, and... I have a disgusting story about this. Sorry with all the personal stories this episode. No, I love it. it Our just... listeners love it. We all love it. Oh, thank you so we much. We love you. Oh, 
I love y'all too. Yeah. But when I used to work at Starbucks, the topping on the caramel brulee latte is like this crunchy caramelized sugar bits. Ooh. I was disgusting. I would eat spoonful of this. I would like open up the bottle and finish up the bottle just and eat it. Just mainline it. Just mainline it. And around my closest friends that I was baristing with, I would just do it. But then I tried to get sneaky with it if I thought someone would judge me. So like make an espresso con panna and just cover it in those little bits. But when you're going to work at four in the morning and you are like 17, 18 years old, you mainline sugar. Yeah. This is what you sugar do. and caffeine. Like, you know, like. It'll, yeah. yeah get, get I had done. four shots of espresso and would eat those sugary bits throughout the day. Damn. Yeah. It was crazy. So the flavor for this syrup is just so unique. And it's better than regular caramel because it's thick. It's, like, more similar to the consistency of, like, Mike White Mocha well, It's like a brulee, you know? So, yeah, so it has that... It even matches, like, that eggy kind of flavor. Yeah, well, that's a creme brulee, but the brulee, I, like, I could be way off base here. And let me actually look to be sure, but I think the brulee aspect is the crystallized sugar and that's what makes it a brulee let me look that up real quick just because just in case i'm totally not talking out my ass here but i'm like 90 percent sure that is what a brulee is yeah oh yeah that's what a brulee is that is what a brulee is it's it's like it's a torch glassy sugar it's torched caramel oh my god it's well caramel is just sugar too so like yeah but it's different when you have like that fire right on it oh it's a brulee but i love the little brittles but I just started to really like this flavor because there's a Starbucks inside the Target, like a three minute walk from my studio. Yeah. So me and my friends get Starbucks all the time. Like, I don't mean to be like that, but uh, OSU is super gentrified. Like, there ain't no little coffee shops yeah, I on mean, my street. I mean, we live next to our little coffee shop, but like, all right, folks, let's be real here. I fucking hate capitalism as much as the next cat. Starbucks is on every corner. On every corner, and it's and consistent. God damn it, do I not go to that shit? Maybe once a week. Also, you know? can I just say that At Starbucks least. actually does treat their employees fairly well? Like, I know two people right now who are getting their bachelor's degrees on Starbucks, and it was not a super hard process. It's not a job I envy. I'll be real with Sucks. you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. uh... Be nice to your baristas be and nice. customer service people this time of the year, like, please. Let's be real, folks. We all need our fucking hot bevies, and Starbucks is, we do. provides it. Like, you know, not even Well, not even just that, just everything. Like, please be nice to your customer service folks yeah. this time of the year, because yeah. it is a effed up time of the year, yeah. and even like, after the These holidays. cats are working Christmas, too. They you are. You know, so tip, tip. your fucking Every baristas. time we go to Chocolate Cafe, we tip. Yeah. Please be tip your like baristas. that. Be nice to your baristas. Don't be a fucking creep to your baristas. We also understand that tipping comes from a very racist root, and we understand the history of that. It doesn't change the fact of what kind of wages these kind of people are making. It's just the reality so, we live in, unfortunately. So you know? treat them kindly. Yes. Yeah, for sure. My number two is Mexican hot chocolate. Oh, cool. Yeah. It is my favorite. Like, hot chocolate was going to fall somewhere on my yeah. list, you know, because, like, it's just such, like, a quintessential hot wintertime beverage you know a cup of hot chocolate is always nice it's not like if you're craving for something kind of rich but not necessarily caffeinated but hot you know hot chocolate's got your back maybe put a whip on it you know if you you just want to be decadent with it you want to be like you know it can go anywhere yeah but the reason i like mexican hot chocolate is because i'm a total total advocate for chili and chocolate it is such a good combination and what makes mexican hot chocolate Mexican hot chocolate. Well, for one, hot chocolate in general originated from Mesoamerica. 
Mesoamerica. I don't know. Um, Correct from from like at like eight like ancient Aztecs. Um, yeah. So it's already a in origin a Mexican beverage, um, but it is so welcome to have cayenne pepper and chili powder me- mixed in with chocolate. And it's unique too. And like it, not everything on the block is going to have it, something like that. It just it complements each other so well. Like the chili really brings in the kind of like earthier aspects of the chocolate and the richness of the chocolate brings in the sweetness of the chili peppers together. So like it's too. just a match made in so heaven. So it is a total match made in heaven. And damn, Chocolate Cafe can make a mean fucking Mexican hot chocolate. It's not necessarily spicy, which, like, is my only, like, you know, if, like, I could have, like, something spicy and hot, because I really like spicy, but, like, that kind of, like, little bit of zing in with is your enough. hot chocolate is totally enough. And it's, it's, like, such good chocolate at Chocolate Cafe. Oh, yeah. Where it's, like, ugh. It's so good, and, like... It's just good stuff. It's great stuff. Mexican hot chocolate. Get you some. Get you some. So, my number one... Yeah. I'm gonna get totally prissy with this, and it just is what it is. It is Because we're about to freak out about an incredibly simple beverage, so why not get technical here? Vente caramel apple spice, two pumps of chai, extra caramel. Did you get that order, everybody? Vente caramel apple spice... With two pumps of chai and extra caramel. That sounds good. It's so good. So the chai tea syrup at Starbucks is actually what got me my job there. That's so hyper-specific. I'm sorry. I'm just like, it naturally hit me, the whole like order. I'm sorry. No, it's so awesome. It gets way worse no, though. It's Some so people awesome. order stuff where they're ticking every box. It's like, like I totally, like you, when I got into a relationship, like total aside here with you and ostensibly your mother came into my life, I never realized how nuts you can get with your Starbucks orders. Because I always just ordered off the menu because I was a newbie at the tortoiseship. I didn't realize. And my dad always just got black fucking coffee at Starbucks. he's vegan. Yeah. Uh, Well, just because he's vegan and he's also, you know, a total, like, he's hardcore. Yeah, Yeah. he has black coffee. (laughs) Like, shout out to my dad. But, (laughs) but. That was really heartfelt. Yeah, but, uh, thanks. But when I got in a relationship with you and when I started living with your mother, y'all order some super specific Starbucks things and they just like, they're totally like, yeah. And like, I, it, it occurred to me like, this is a regular thing. Like people It's actually have, the norm. Yeah, it's the norm. Like people have like a this, 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 this beverage at Starbucks. It makes it feel special. And there's actually quite a bit of consumer research right now that say is saying that Starbucks is losing its edge because it became popular because it was something special. This is espresso. This is coffee that you cannot get at your 7-Eleven. It is of a higher echelon. Mm-hmm. But now that there's a Starbucks, in every single target on every single street corner with like three within like five blocks of each other how does it maintain that specialness and you maintain that specialization through customization and let me tell you when you work like 34 to 42 hours a week at a starbucks for three years you try everything you try it with one pump of this and another pump of that so like you can really get some crazy specific flavors it kind of is 
Starbucks chemistry. Damn, that's fascinating. But it's absolutely delicious. It's a really great beverage. I'm not a big milk person. I'm not a big chocolate person. So having an apple juice drink with like a little bit more spice and the chai really adds yeah, a lot of extra chai. body to it. Well, chai in general is so rad. It's delicious, but also the caramel works surprisingly well. And when you ask for extra caramel, that means they're not going to put in caramel syrup like the pumps. It means they're going to put in like the caramel sauce around the edge of the cup. And when that sauce like mixes in with the apple juice and the chai, it just creates a thicker it's beverage. It's like you're having a caramel apple drink. Yeah. Damn. Fuck, that sounds good. So that's my winter order from Starbucks. Sorry to be a shill. No. But... That's, I mean. But now we can talk about a down home favorite. What is it, baby? What's your number one? Hot Dr. Fucking Pepper. I just want to <laughs> start bourbon. off. I just want to start off with everybody. Go to Matrix Slide on YouTube and watch this fucking hot Dr. Pepper video. It is so fucking funny. It is so wholesome. It is so genuine. And it is one of my favorite videos of all time on YouTube. And it's just some dude, it's just some like, what, you'd say like a 12-year-old maybe? Make it, made a video a about, how, about how to make hot Dr. Pepper. And we and did it. Damn. Two years ago for Christmas. And see, he gives it a step-by-step instruction. It super was simple. Last year. It was last year because it was Dave's house. Pouring it into a glass. And you got to be careful because if you're pouring it in a glass, glass, made of glass, it might melt because when glass melts, it's glass. You know, I can fucking, I can recite that video fucking word for word. It but is talk such, about the beverage. But like, let's talk about the beverage itself because that's what turned me on to this beverage is this genius fucking video. But then Mitch and I had this beverage and like, damn, something about heating up hot Dr. Pepper, you really get those 23 fucking flavors popping off yeah. in that in that thing. You it really... has almost a cherry taste yeah, to it. Yeah, it does. And like 20 other tastes. Yeah, well, like, that, that's the thing about Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper always, like, boasts its 23 flavors. And when you drink it, you're just like, tastes like a fucking brown soda, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. But then you heat it up, you get a little bit of boiling going on, you put that in a cup. You put some bourbon in You get in some it. complexity going on. And, like, can't forget the sliced lemon in it oh, as well yeah. leave a like if your lemon makes a little pop you know <laughs> you know but we probably just put in lemon juice because we don't really but, have fresh lemons just sitting around walk to kroger and get a lemon for what are we gonna do with the rest like, of lemon i don't know suck on it <laughs> you know it's a fucking lemon we'll find uses for it i'll juice it i'll make a vinaigrette out of it Ooh, you know that actually sounds like a good idea um but like it's it's such a choice hot beverage and it also just felt like the most fucking backwoods-ass Maryland thing we could do for Christmas last year. It, there is something about it that is very rural. And provincial. And Americana. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it, you're heating up a brown soda, you know? And putting some bourbon in it. And putting some. forgetting the bourbon. Well, because just, I'm fine with just regular virgin hot dog. Oh. Hot Dr. Pepper. But no. yes. But yes. It tastes put, great with bourbon it. In does. It. Bourbon matches beautifully well, with, with hot, hot Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. And damn. Watch what that a, watch that video. Drink that drink beverage. That drink. drink that drink. Watch that watch that video. Okay. Matrix Slide. Shout so, out to Matrix Slide. If our fun and friendly and thirsty holiday friends want to contact us on any form of social, you know, maybe tell us what they think, give us their own lists, where would they tell us? You could tell us on Twitter at mystic list or shoot us an email mystical podcast at gmail.com leave us a review on itunes as well send us some love love you to bits and i hope you're having a nice cozy winter 
because you might not like winter, but it's here to stay, so you might as well find the beauty in it. it and that's wisdom, Dr. folks. Pepper. Have some hot Dr. Pepper. Yeah. It'll change your attitude. Yeah.